Welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session where we talk about all things guitar related. My name is Dr. T and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch we are counseling on the wrap up of 2022 and 2023 New Year's resolutions. It has been another year of podcasting, gigs, gear, and videos. Of course, with this being the end of a new year comes time to reflect on the past and look to the future. But did we accomplish all of our goals? Do we have new gear on the horizon? How well did the podcast do last year? Are we really in the top 15% of most followed podcasts? How did the 2022 resolutions go? How did I rescue a high-end guitar from being trash? And new year, new tone. What do we have to look forward to in 2023? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group therapy session with Jason on the Tweed Couch. Well, Jason, thank you so much for coming in and doing the beginning of the year, our New Year's resolution and our 2022 wrap up on the couch. Thanks, Jason, for joining us. Yeah, yeah, it's time probably to get a new couch. It smells like cigars and butt and Southern Illinois down here. Corn. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Is that a euphemism? It smells like Southern Illinois down here? Mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> I just made up a new phrase. It's catchy. That Journey song, Don't Stop Believing, isn't that what they say? I'm just a kid from Southern Illinois. South South Illinois. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born and raised. Yep. It's a lonely world. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I think your New Year's resolution should be to get a new couch because this one is worn <laughs> out. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of worn out, I, I do yep. think it'd be fun to just... Tell a little bit of the year statistics. Like, for okay. example, I had 28 podcasts this year. Okay. So about one a week. <laughs> yeah. About yeah. one every other week. week and a half. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you'll be interested to know that even though our goal last year was, let's do like 50 of them. And, yeah. you know, that obviously didn't happen. Because I did 28 podcasts and 20 YouTube videos, it's like doing 48. Yeah, it really is. So, maybe, yeah, maybe more even. So, you average about two a week. You're terrible. All right. Although you will be interested to hear this, I've actually created 91% more content than other podcasters in the music section. Wow. Let's hear it for you. Yeah. Uh huh. That's I think that's significant because no, that is, you know to great. some extent you look at it and go twenty eight episodes. It doesn't seem like you did a whole lot, but then at yeah. the same time, it's ninety one percent more content than most yeah. music people are doing yeah. in podcasts. So it just goes to show how um I'm either late to the game, or <laughs> the other people just have better content so they can do it in like a shorter amount of time. Yeah. I'm going to go with the first one. Yeah, all right. Or excellent. somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. <laughs> but with that said, it is also important to know that we actually were considered top 30% of most shared podcasts globally. Wow. That's awesome. So people were sharing it, and that is pretty good. That is pretty good. Cool. We were also top 15% of the most followed podcasts. Wow. Do you now do you think people are mistaking this for some sort of furniture podcast? I think it's possible. Like yeah. they may be just a bunch of like interior designers. Yeah, stagers. Yeah, and they just think, "Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to use tweed couches before because yeah. they're just so ugly looking usually." That's probably what it is. Makes most sense. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Um with that, I'll go ahead and add two more cool statistics that I think and that is okay. that we are to 304 listeners, we are their top 10 podcast. Wow. I think I probably am one of those. I am probably one of them too. Yeah. Yeah. To 197 listeners, we're their top five. Wow. And to 48 listeners, we're their number one. Yeah. That's exactly how many people I have in my family. That's why. Yeah. that's how many i have in my first period class and we just listen to it yeah but you're okay i was gonna say (laughs) you're probably not even in their top 10 they're like whatever dr t (laughs) yeah that's right yeah quote unquote dr t they're busy listening to taylor swift 
midnight. That's right. T Swizzy. I don't know. But I'll give my last one. And this is a shout out to some countries. Mm. We are in 76 countries. And the biggest countries of 2022 for us were. Drumroll. USA. Okay. Australia. Oh, good day, mate. UK. Canada. And Belgium. Wow. You want to smoke in yeah. a pancake? <laughs> it's right to smoke in a pancake. <laughs> I really love their ales. Like Blue Moon, that's a mm-hmm. great Belgium ale. Okay. That's not made in Belgium. Are they the ones that back in the 80s had steak in L as well? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we go into what happened in 2022, I'm going to lead you to telling you what the number one podcast we had last year was. Oh. And that was number 64, which was done with you. Do you have oh, any yes. idea which one uh, it was? Number 64. Let's see. Don't look it up. I want to go on record as saying that my favorite one does not involve me for sure, but we'll move on from that. So ones that I did with you were Gear Epiphanies, Relic Guitars. I'm going with Relic Guitars. That's it. Hold on. No, hold on. No, that's what I'm going with. Gearheads. Nope. Steels and Deals. Mm, maybe. Novo Guitar, New Guitar Day. Oh, maybe that one. Guitar Store Dreams. Oh, that was a good one, too. Buying and Selling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gear Technology, Yay or Nay. Whew. New Guitar Expectations. Okay, I've got it narrowed down to two. Single Pickup Simplicity. Nope, nope. And then our New Year's resolution from last year. Okay, okay. so. I've got it down to uh, either Novo, New Guitar Day, or Guitar Store Dreams. Now, the reason I think that is because people search things. Like, I would search, like, Glazer when I was looking for podcasts, and I'd find them. So I'm, I'm thinking Novo, maybe. <sighs> I'm... My, I like the Guitar Store Dreams better, and I told more people to listen to that one, but I'm going to say Novo. And you are incorrect. Dang it. What was it? Relic? It was number 64, which is Single Pickup Simplicity. Really? Yep. I wonder why that is. Hmm. We, we got a bunch of people that can't work two pickups listening that that must be it it must be it no i think the big reason why it ended up being more plays in 2022 is because it was like our second podcast of 2022 okay so it's been out longer it had been a while yeah so if i were to look in just that amount of time i mean you said that it was novo is that yeah that that, that was my that was my guess novo Novo is at uh, a couple of hundred less, but wow. it came out halfway through the year. So there's still a time, really, if you think about it in the yeah. grand scheme. Okay. Interestingly enough, real close was Steals and Deals. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one, too. I like that one. Yeah, I think people really like that kind of stuff. All right. Well, let's move on and let's talk about some of the things that happened in 2022. And so if I had to pick something, that happened in 2022 that I thought was pretty interesting and pretty fun is I bought a vintage instrument. Yes, you did. Yes. And it turns 50 next month. Wow. Tell us about it. Well, actually you kind of already have told us about it, but tell us more. It is a 1973 Fender Telecaster custom in a natural color. And when I got it, it was because it was a low price, seemed to be in pretty good condition. Well, low price considering. And I love Telecaster Customs. I love the look of them. Some people are like, oh, those pickguards are ugly. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, 70s guitars, man, they have these thin necks. And they're like very like heavy usually and yeah. all that. Poly but not this one. No. This one is really light and it plays well and you know i love it i really do it is a great guitar it is the first time that i have played a telecaster that has that wide range humbucker on the front Mm -hmm. and it actually was 
bright and clear and articulate. And yeah. the bridge pickup was so bright and ice picky, I actually have to roll down the tone to five. Yes. And I remember playing it's it. It's just beautiful. Yeah, that's the first thing I did when I played. I was like, whoa. And I turned down that tone knob, which I normally don't do on a telly because I kind of like dark telly pickups on the bridge. Yeah. But that one is like, woo. You like dark telly pickups? Yeah, I like a dark telly pickup because my tellies usually have like an ash body on there. And so that tends to be a little bright. Then I use a maple neck. And so, yeah, I like a dark bridge pickup. Then you use a kind of a brighter amp, like a, not always, but like a Vox style, you know? Yeah. Dr. Z. And it just, it's a nice mix. If you were to look at a wood body, would you be able to tell me whether it was alder, ash, mahogany, any of those? If it was not finished, yes. Well, yes, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, okay. Well, the reason why I ask is because I feel like I can do that too. Yeah. And when I look at my Telecaster, often people will say, oh yeah, well, all those early 70s, they were all alder bodies. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it looks like ash to me. Yeah, it very well could be. All right, I'm going to pull it out. You're going to look at it. Okay, let me look at your ash. All right, what do you think? That looks like ash to me, swamp ash. Yeah, I would agree. Well, it could, yeah, I bet it could be, it could be very, no, I think it's, I think it's Ash, but I, I, what do I know? I'm an idiot, but yeah, I would say Ash. It looks like Ash to me and that would explain why it's lighter too. And then also maybe explain why it's got the test in the neck that written. Yes, which I have actually not released that video yet, but it is going to come out. Yep. It's going to come out pretty soon is I took this guitar apart and when mm-hmm. I took it apart, it was very interesting because yeah. it had a 71 neck on it and it ended up having underneath on the heel, it said test. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And this is definitely the original neck. So it's a 73 guitar with 73 electronics untouched. And then on the neck, it's date stamped for April of 71, which was before they started doing three bolt necks. Right. But this is a three bolt neck. So, I mean, I, I'm just, you know what? We're going to save it. I may have to do its own like it, podcast as well should. when I release you should. Yeah. the story okay. of the telly. Oh, yeah. And, and there is more to that story because I yeah. tried contacting the original owner because I was able to find them and they uh-huh. have not responded. And it's oh, been wow. months. Yeah. It's a mystery. But I did contact some other people, and it was mm-hmm. it was interesting. I did ask my friend Zach Childs about that, you know, from oh, Ask yeah. Zach. And I'll tell yeah. you later what he said. He had, he had something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll have to get together and talk about the 73 telly. Okay. We might have to do that one in person, though. Yeah, I agree. Video. Yeah, because most of the time, we, people don't know this, but we do this over FaceTime. So they don't they don't have a clue. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I've done one. What's something that's new that happened in 2022 for you? Well, I bought three Gibson style guitars. Hold on. All in 2022? Yeah. I sure did. So your R8, which by the way, the R8 video is now up to like eight and a half thousand views. Wow. Yeah, they loved watching you undo (laughs) that guitar. Yeah. Although one guy was super upset that you would dare plug it into pedals and then into the amplifier. Yeah, I remember reading that. Because nobody does that these days. Nobody. No, you would be laughed off the stage in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I actually responded and said, well, I'm pretty sure he wasn't going for Chicago blues style, but (laughs) you know, okay. Yeah. Whatever. By the way, Chicago Beats right. is not that great either, but whatever. Oh, wow. That's You're right. I said stones. it. I said it. But I've never been to Chicago, mm-hmm. so who knows? Oh, well, maybe you just need to have it in Chicago. Probably. It'd probably be pretty good, actually. Okay. You also bought a Heritage? Is that right? Heritage. Is that yep, what you're talking about? A, yep. Heritage 535. It's their 335 style. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. And that, if you remember what I bought that prs at the estate sale yeah loved it but it was too perfect and i just i i don't like a perfect guitar so traded that paid a little bit extra and got the heritage which i had fallen in love with and honestly i went there looking for a les paul and i tried everything and i I played that heritage and 
it was not what I was looking for, but I told Oliver, I was like, that guitar is just amazing. And so, you know, I thought about it for a while. I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. So I drove out there and got that. So yeah. And then the R8 and then a Les Paul Jr. just recently. Oh, really? That's right. Did you get yeah. a custom shop? Did you get a like a single cut? Like, what did you end up getting? I got a single cut, and I told the guy at Sweetwater, I was like, I'm looking for a lightweight one, either the USA-made one or the VOS. And he wrote back. He's like, I've got one right now. It's six pounds, 15 ounces. I was like, wow. Sweet. Yeah. So I said, send me a picture of it so I can kind of see the burst on there. He sent it to me. I was like, let's do it. And I didn't even know which one it was. I was like, let's just do it. It was the cheaper one. It was the USA model. Nice. Yep. Man, I, I've got stories about that. I'll have to tell you that later. <laughs> later. It's, it's a whole other Are we, we going to have to do another one? That's Yeah, like, I, need, I need therapy on that one for sure. Do you just not like it, or what's the deal? I'll, we'll talk about it later. Therapy. I need therapy. Okay. We don't have enough time in the okay. session for that. Okay. Okay. We'll come back for it then. All right, I'll do another one. Uh, This is also the year that I decided to get into doing pedals again. Yes. So I bought some pedals this year. I got an Analog Man King of Tone. Yes, you did. It's a five-year wait lister. I got a Wampler Bell from you. Yes, my favorite. I got a Moor Blues Crab from you. Yep. I got a Greer Lightspeed from you. My other favorite. So you'll notice that these are all drive pedals, and mm-hmm. you know what? I am addicted to drive. I love it. I yeah. love drive pedals. Might as well face it. I'm addicted to drive pedals. Yes, you are. Yep. But what's interesting in this is that I've also gone ahead and A-B'd them with the HX effects. Oh, yes. And what I found is I can't really tell a difference. I've told you. We've gone through this before yeah and it doesn't matter it's still more satisfying to play pedals isn't it you know it's nice but at the same time there is that annoyingness of all the cables and all the powering and everything and honestly i'm really good with menus so i don't know my time in pedals may be numbered i oh really i may just yeah i like modelers and i can't help it i can't help it Wow. You know, the quad cortex, which, okay, I guess, I guess I can go into this at this point, and then we need to go back to some things that we got, but I had to send my quad cortex in for a screen repair. Yep. It started to get like this weird little fog, and I sent it to Sweetwater, and they're like, I've never seen this before, and hmm. they sent it off to quad cortex, and quad cortex, Neural, said, we've never seen this before. And they asked me to send it out. Well, I sent it and I was like, I wasn't expecting to get it back for a while. And it took three weeks. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Did you have it in the corn crib by chance? I did not have it in the corn crib. Maybe the cat might have peed on it. (laughs) Gabe. Gabe. That's right. Gabe. Gabe. Come on, Gabe. No. That was the last podcast for those that don't know what we're talking about. But... You know, it was one of those things that I was like, well, my my two-year warranty is getting ready to to be done. I'm going to go ahead and just ask about it. And they were like, yeah, let's go ahead and put on a new screen. So they put on a new screen. But in that three weeks, I needed to use my HX Stomp. Okay. Which I had used before that. And before that, I used a Strymon Iridium. And before Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. I used a Kemper. And each time, I felt like I got better tone. And when I had to go from the quad cortex down to the HX stomp, I struggled. Really? It was not amazing. It was good, but it wasn't amazing. And when I got the quad cortex back, I went, it's all in my head. It's all in my head. And I plugged in the quad cortex, started playing, and I went, that's it. That's my sound. Yeah. It's back. That's, that's crazy. And so to me, I know that doesn't you know solve anything about whether analog stuff is better than anything else but what it does do is it just tells me that i really do like modelers i I shouldn't Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be ashamed you should not be i love what i love you know what i was i was actually driving the other day and i was thinking about this and i don't know something was happening and i was just thinking about guitar playing music whatever and i thought unless you are a like brad paisley or a keith urban you're playing some sort of modeler if you're the artist 
that's the guitar player, you do whatever you want. But people that play for everybody else, like people that play for Carrie yeah. Underwood, they're playing modelers, I, I think. People that play for Luke Combs, I know his steel player plays a quad cortex. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah. But then I get this argument too. Well, they are playing through big PA systems using in-ears and right. they've got a different environment altogether. And so I can kind of justify it that way, but I don't know. I just, there's no perfect answer to it and it drives me crazy. Well, what I would say is the greatest example of this is like for you, you mostly play at home. Right. You do play with Rowdy Tuesday some. The big multi-platinum family band yeah. <laughs> yeah your family band and you know other than that i mean that's it yeah and sadly. i mean you might have some monitors you might not most of the time you're enjoying the music around you mm-hmm. and what i will say is that every time i play out i play with in-ears yeah. every time yeah and because of that I don't get to hear the stage volume. Mm-hmm. I don't get to hear what it sounds like from the amp. I get to feel the amp if I bring an amp, but that's it. So as far as I'm concerned, going modeler is a better way for me to experience mm-hmm. the music and the sound I want. 100%. Now, if I did not use in-ears, I would be in your camp and go, why does anyone use a modeler? Yeah, right. Because the times that I used to play when I didn't have mm-hmm. in-ears, I preferred it. And I still prefer it. I prefer playing with regular wedges. Yeah. But my ears will ring afterwards. Yeah. And yeah, you don't want that. That is not pleasant. I, I think you're on the right track. You you continue doing you. You don't need the FM9, which you did, I did buy at the beginning of yep. this year and yep. sell. Yep. yep. And you don't need that quad cortex. You've actually borrowed mine since. Yeah. I couldn't get a sound out of it that I really liked. It, it to me it sounded fizzy because I was trying to run it through I like I turned off the cab modeling and ran it through a real amp because I was like, well that's what I need it for and didn't like it. So then I plug it in and play it through my little PA system. Didn't like it at all and I just thought, okay, well it just it does it doesn't fit my situation and that's fine. But if I was playing at yeah. church, I would take it with me in a heartbeat. Well, sure, and I would also say that if you were playing at a place where you had to have lower volume with your tube amp, mm-hmm. you might actually change your mind. Yeah, and I say, would. Well, maybe I'll just do solid state or maybe I'll do a modeler. But you get to play louder if you want to. Right. And just the fact that, you know, you're, you know what songs you're playing going in. Like when I sit down to play up here, I may, who knows what I may try to play. So I tweak things, whatever. But if I go in, let's say I do start playing at church. I know exactly what songs I'm playing. I've got the patches set up. I click them in, they're ready yeah. to go. And I mean, it's, it's amazing. So, so I get it. I get it. It's just not for me at the moment. Yeah. All right, let's do another what you got in 2022. All right. Well, I would say one of the others, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, is the estate sale find. So yeah. as I mentioned, Kim started going to estate sales this year, maybe last year, but we got into it this summer. We had a lot of fun. We just, it was just fun spending time together, going around doing stuff, but as I was looking one night for them, I, I'm looking on this website and I see all these guitars on one. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So we went and that's where I got that PRS. But in the corner, they had a car Mercury amp. Yeah. It was a little more than I wanted to spend on it. I, I read the reviews on it. I knew it was awesome. I, I've heard of car amps, whatever. But I went back Sunday. You know, they mark everything down each day. And I went back Sunday and everything yep. I think was half off, 30% off, 40 something. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty good deal. And so I just, like, I got there right when they opened. I ran inside and it was still there. So I grabbed it and I bought it. And I've been playing that most of any of my amps. Like, I don't even think I've been playing my Deluxe Reverb much since then. I've just been playing that. That's awesome. I love That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Steals and Deals. And I don't remember which episode number it was, but yeah, that was a, that was a good episode, too, that we, we yeah. went through it. I ended up picking up that PRS crap bag you know and i've used that a couple times since so Uh it's been worth it i mean i guess like 20 bucks or something yeah that was a fun that was a fun experience and haven't had anything like that since so it may have been a once in a lifetime thing but it was super cool i loved it yeah 
All right, so here's another one that requires a little bit of a story, because in 2022, I rescued a guitar. Yes. You've teased this. It was ready for its Viking funeral. (laughs) It was done. Basically, it was an acoustic guitar, and essentially, this is what happened. In 2021, we were at the Bon Agua Life Fest event. Yeah, party of the purpose. On Johnny Cash's farm. and. An artist was coming off the stage, and it was one of our smaller stages. It wasn't mm-hmm. a big artist. It was somebody actually probably who ended up paying to play at the festival or something, you know, where maybe they, and when I say pay to play, I mean, a lot of times they don't just pay the, I mean, like, they're not making any money. As a matter of fact, they're losing money trying to get to the gig and mm-hmm. doing the gig. Right. So they come to the gig, they play their set, and as he's coming off, the steps break. And he starts to fall, and he ends up breaking his fall with his Taylor 314 CE. So the top is dented towards the butt of the guitar. The back is dented towards the butt of the guitar. And then there is a crack that basically goes from the input jack, which is also the same as the strap button. Right. All the way down the bottom side of the guitar and into the cutaway. Wow. Okay. So it's the entire length of the bottom of the guitar. And so when you string this thing up and you put it to tension, it actually offsets the front and the back of the guitar. It's like a taco kind of. Yes. And actually, I'll have to post some pictures because you could, like when it isn't under tension... You could actually like push the top and the bottom together and it made like mouth movements like <laughs> rah, 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 rah. Does it look like one of those coin purses you had back in the in the eighties? Yeah. That you just squeeze <laughs> open and throw a quarter in there. Yep. Okay. Gosh. And it was absolutely terrible shape. And so John, who has been on the podcast before, he's the festival director and yep. he John. which first of all, I, I do want to mention that the way that was handled by the event crew, because obviously there are stairs and they broke. <laughs> this is our fault. And I remember Jeremy, who's also been on the podcast. Of course. Jeremy comes over there and starts talking to the guy and, and he goes, are you okay? And he says, well, my guitar is all about, he's like, no, we'll talk about the guitar next. Are you okay? <laughs> and he kept wanting to talk about the guitar. And Jeremy's like, I need to know if you're okay before I'm going to talk about your guitar. Right. And he says, yes, I'm fine, but I need this guy. So, okay, so if you're fine, let's talk about the guitar. What a good fluffy bunny he is. Oh, he's such a good fluffy. But he's the fluffiest of the he bunnies. Really is. He has a beard. He is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he ends up kind of talking to the guy, coming up with basically this scenario where he goes, okay, now that we know that you are okay, you are not hurt, and your guitar is damaged and obviously cannot be played anymore we are going to rectify the situation. And so they ended up rectifying it and I'm not going to disclose how they ended up doing it, but he left happy with the situation. All that to say, LifeFest basically now owns this guitar. Okay. They decide to take it to a luthier to try and get it fixed. Vandross? Luthier Vandross? The singer? No, not Luthier. That's Luther. No. <laughs> We go to a luthier, you know, one of those people who, who fix lutes, but yeah, also yeah, guitars. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. And that first luthier goes, yeah, I'm not touching it. It's not worth it. It's going to cost way too much. What's his name? MC Hammer? It is. He, <laughs> he was too legit. I'm, I'm not going to let you tell any story at all. I'm going to interrupt everything you say <laughs> with a stupid joke. Okay, sorry. Well, then they went to a second luthier. Lex. They went to another. They went to the second luthier, and the luthier was like, yeah, this guitar's dead. Like, there's no way. Like, there's nothing to do with this. Okay. So I'm talking with John about it, and I'm like, what do you want to do with this guitar? Because, I mean, I think I could probably try and fix it. It's better than nothing. And John says, well, here's what I'm planning on doing. I'm going to take all the parts off of it that I can, okay. and I'm going to sell it. Yeah, smart. Pickups, everything. The strings. Yeah. Take the pickup out if I can. Take off the uh, the nuts, pins, 
if you can get the neck off, we're going to take the neck off and yeah. we are going to sell it. Yeah. You know, just anything you can. Because the neck was fine. And those Taylor necks come right off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Just a little bit of glue. Uh, heat? No. To the glue? No, not even that. They just bolt on. For real. No, I'm not this joking. is a Taylor. It doesn't have a bolt on. Yes, they do. Taylor guitars have the NT necks that bolt on. Really? Yes. They really do. This is not a joke. This is no, actually. No, you're pulling my chain. No, this is actually a true <laughs> statement. They just bolt on. That's that's the reason their neck resets are so easy because they have little shims for it. They just take the bolt off. And I swear, look it up, Google it. Okay. Do you know this what Google is? 2011. Is? Did they do it in 2000? Yes. No, I yes. don't. I, I use Yahoo. Okay. And Ask Jeeves. Nice. Just look it up. And you know what? You might want to delete this because everybody who looks to you for their guitar advice is going to be shocked that you don't know that they have bolt on necks. You know what? I'm okay with not knowing everything. I really you am. own one of these. Although, yeah, yours may have been Mine's the year before. Hang on. Yeah. I'm not sure when they started doing it. I want to say, okay, keep talking. I'll, I'll look this up. So basically, I tell John, I want to try and fix this guitar. And if I can, I would love to turn it into like a church campfire guitar or something like that. And he said, you know what? Fine, take it, because we're not going to get much for all the hardware and mm-hmm. stuff that are, is on this Taylor, because it's a 314. Yeah? All right. And I was like, great. So I brought it home, and when I came home, the first thing I did was I contacted the luthier that I've grown up using. And I don't know if you remember Steve Lamb. Of course. I met him when he was over at Mars Music. Do you remember Mars Music? Yeah. I thought, are you sure it wasn't Uranus Music? It was not. Okay. <laughs> it's a gas giant. It's just <laughs> four times bigger than Earth. It is. It is. Yes, I do remember Mars music. So I went to see that man on Uranus. I mean, yeah. at Mars. <laughs> and I ended, up, I ended up getting a number of things done by him. And then when he started his own shop, I have sent a number of things to him again. The White Falcon has gone to him. Yeah. And yeah, anyway, all that to say... That I asked him what it is that he thought he could do for this. Because, I mean, once again, the guitar is split down the side from the strap button all the way almost to the next strap button. Right. I'm, a, I'm hoping that you have pictures. the side of the guitar. You have pictures of this, I right? have pictures. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. All right. And he looked at it. Wait, and hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Anybody who knows Steve Lamb is going to appreciate this. He walks up, got his readers on. Takes it up, yep. real quietly walks up. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I think I can do this. It's going to be about, was it like kind of like that? Like real calm? Yeah. Almost that, it's ASMR? 100%. Yeah, okay. It's, it's all of it. Yeah. Yep. He's like this it. big cowboy guy. Looks like he could be working on the Yellowstone mm-hmm. Ranch, but yes. he's an artist. Okay. Well, and, and also to give the full idea, I've been giving him guitars to work on for the last 30 years. Sure. And he wasn't necessarily young at that point. I mean, <laughs> no. he was probably what our age is now. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, the dude has got to be pushing 70, if not, yeah. you know, on it. Nicest you know? guy in the world. Oh, super nice guy. And he kind of looks at it, puts his readers down, kind of looks at it, touches a few things, mm-hmm. pulls the readers back up. And all of a sudden, he's looking at it and he goes, yeah. I think I could put a couple of cleats in here. And I'm like, it's going to be more than a couple of cleats. Okay. This is going to need a lot. And he goes, all right, I think I could do it for probably about 250 bucks. I was like, holy cow. Like most people were saying seven, $800. Yeah. Which is about what the guitar is probably worth. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a broken, then repaired state. Well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all of a sudden his daughter comes in and she's the one who's going to ring up the ticket. And she was like, okay, well, what are we doing, Dad? She has not looked at the guitar at all. And he goes, um, we're going to just put in a few cleats, and we're just going to go ahead and repair this. And she was like, okay. And she's like typing things in. And I said, you should probably look at this. And she goes over, and she, she looks at it, and she goes, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was startled. <laughs> like, oh, good God. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and, and she was like, um, Dad, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. We'll also spray it with a little bit of lacquer, and we'll uh, – We'll refinish this part and everything. He's like, do you have this chunk of wood that's missing? And I was like, I do not. And he says, well, well, we can, we can probably fill that. That'd be fine. You know? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Then all of a sudden his son comes walking in. And 
Uh, and he goes, here, dad, you go ahead and go back there. I'll finish this up. And he was like, okay. He turns around, he leaves and he goes, what are we doing? I said, he said, we're just going to put in a couple of cleats. Why don't you take a look at it? And he went, oh, (laughs) 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 and he jumped. He was like, oh God, (laughs) it was a horror movie. It was so, I wish I had it filmed. It was a perfect (laughs) reaction to all of these things. (laughs) Scared him to death. (laughs) They said like Hank Hill. Oh, so, so with all of that, uh, they ended up fixing it. It sounds great. I've already used it on two bookings and it has been just fantastic. And I am going to let the kids use it at church and I am going to bring it back to Life Fest every year and let them continue using it. And it is going to be super fun. I'm so glad that this thing has come back from the dead. And that is the reason why I have named it Lazarus. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Yep. So Lazarus, my, right. I my like Taylor. It. I like it. I need to play that thing. Yeah. All right. So let's do, let's do a quick. Anything else on the things you purchased in 2022 that you're excited about? No, I think I'm good with what we've talked about. Were there two Novos? No. Yes. There were three. Oh! <laughs> oh! Boom! Just hit you with three. that one. Well, what? I put a deposit Hold down on. on the third. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know about the select. I know yep. about the custom order. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mirus J? Is that right? Cirrus J. Cirrus J, that's right. Yes. And what's the third one? So I put in a custom order for a <laughs> charcoal frost Cirrus J. Really? Yeah, but here's the deal. I reached out to them on November 29th or 30th, I think. Cuz I was I was just going back and forth. I was like I really love that charcoal frost. I I really I want it. I want it. I was like, ah, I don't I don't know." And finally I was like, "I'm just doing it. I'm going to do it." So I email him and he sends back he's like, "Great. Here's, you know, here's for the deposit." Here's how much it's going to be. And that was November 30th. The very next day, December 1st, prices went up. Deposit went up. <laughs> price went up. And so I got it for that November price. And so I was oh, pretty, nice. pretty happy that I did. But yeah. So I'll, I'll give you more details of that one later. We'll do an unboxing. Don't worry. It'll be about another year, year and a half, maybe. Okay. That, that's really <laughs> cool. And you know what? In that case, do you still have the Select and the other Cirrus? Breaking news. I sold the turquoise one. You sold the Cirrus J. I did. I sold it. And I have the white one, the Solus, but mm-hmm. it's currently at Dusty Greg's shop getting new pickups put in and a new pick guard. Wow. So I'll, I'll give you details of that later. I'll give you all those details. Okay. I guess we're going to have to have a little Novo talk. Yeah, we are. You know, you going back to school and doing things has really kind of gotten in the way of us doing our therapy. For sure. Yes. Me learning right. to be a therapist That's has really right. gotten you in the way. You learning to be a therapist has really <laughs> screwed us. It really has. <laughs> okay. So with all of that, I suppose we should take a break for our sponsors. Okay. And when we come back, we'll talk about some other things, maybe some things that we did in 2022 maybe some cool things that happened and we definitely Mm -hmm. need to talk about new year new tone and our new year's resolutions so let's hear a word from our sponsor if you are looking for a way to help support the tweed couch and it costs no money to you then check out our youtube channel and become a subscriber also you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Who doesn't love a party with a purpose? If you love music, family-friendly, and camping, then you need to come to Life Fest. In 2023, they will host one of the largest music festivals in the United States, in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I'll see you there. Let's hear from another sponsor. Since 2003, the Kretzmann Guitar Company has been repairing and building guitars. In 2021, Kretzmann started production of a solid body electric guitar with the goal of providing affordable, awesome looking and sounding guitars that anyone, student to expert, would be proud to play and own. 
Be sure to check them out at KretzmanGuitars.com. Let's hear from our final sponsor. If you like my voice on this podcast, I am using a TechZone Audio Products Stellar X3, and I am honored for the opportunity to represent it. All right, we're back, and I am going to go ahead, and I'm going to start with some cool things that happened with the podcast this year. Okay. And and also videos. And one is the TechZone Audio Products X3 mic. So it was cool to get somebody who heard what we did and liked it. And I don't know if it's like a negative thing or a positive thing that they heard my voice and they went, yeah, I'm going to get you a mic. <laughs> I want you to have our mic because that's, you know, or if they were like, you know what? This guy knows how to do things. Let's let's go ahead and have him sponsor. I'm going to take it as a positive thing. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. But that w- that's yeah. pretty cool. Another cool thing, and if you've seen it on my Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you'll see that I got four whiskey slash water glasses that were gifted mm-hmm. to the podcast. Yep. And they have the Tweed Couch logo on it and all of Very that. Cool. And that was super cool. But of all the things that were cool that happened, this one by far is the coolest. Because I'm going to not say that I got a gift, but another one of my co-hosts did get a gift because of the tweet couch. Wow. Okay. I'm ready. And that person was Owen. Really? So, you know, he's a strapping young man. (laughs) Good looking dude. And he he got his first amp. And do you remember what his first amp was? I do. Positive grid spark. Yep. That's it. And he got that Pearl edition and we decided to do just an unboxing of his first amp. I figured Uh it would be nostalgic. It's worth it to go ahead and get it, see that first reaction and really just like document that whether anybody watched or not, I did not care. It was cool. I watched it. Well, do you know who watched it? Positive grid did. What? And we got an email from (laughs) one of their people and I don't know if you know this, but Positive Grid makes a custom grill cover. And you can yes, like, custom I do order that. a grill cover. Yes. Actually, I was looking at those last night. Owen designed his own. What? And they are allowing him to design it, and they are going to make it and ship it to him for free. That is awesome. They were so nice. Like She said, I would love to give this to him and let him just do this and enjoy it and everything. And she was like, happy Thanksgiving. Cause this was around Thanksgiving time. And Very they were just cool. like super cool. And it took us about a month to finally like make the design and put it all together and then go ahead nice. and put in the code and, and get it. But I mean, they were super nice and I could That's not awesome. believe that, you know, our little channel of like 341 subscribers and wow. only like 74 views at that time <laughs> that they saw it and went, yeah, I want to, I want to just give them a gift. That's so super cool. cool. Yeah. And I, the reason I know that is because I was looking last night at positive grid sparks and the spark mini, because I got a gift card for Christmas to guitar center. And then yesterday in the mail, I got a $60 reward certificate from guitar center. Oh, which, but you know, that means I spent a lot of money there, basically. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I was like, what am, what am I going to get? And I was looking at the Spark and the Spark Mini. I thought, man, that'd be really cool to have. So, so yeah, thanks, Positive Grid. Maybe maybe you can get them sponsoring you. Love Positive Yeah, yeah Grid. that's right. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, mean, I was really surprised, and it was, it was a pretty good one. So those that's are the awesome. cool gifts that the podcast received over this time. Very so, cool. Really cool. Very cool. All right, so let's go on to our last two things because we got to kind of wrap things up in the next 10, 15 minutes because I know we're getting a little long. So let's start with new year, new tone. What are some things that you're looking at in this next year, other than a positive Mm -hmm. grid, that you're thinking, I need this in order to complete this, this tone that I'm looking for or what it is I'm trying to do? What do you think? Yeah, I think with the Gibson style guitars that I've gotten and some of the drives, I've kind of gotten a little bit of a uh, dirtier sound, kind of a Marshall-y sound that I like. So I would say that I'm going to dip my toes into the humbucker slash Marshall-y world. I like where you're going with this. Thank you. I'm doing something a little different, I think, this year, and I want to try and pare things down a little bit, and I think Mm -hmm. I may sell gear. 
okay. to force myself to just play some of the stuff that I know I love playing. Yep. yep, yep and yep. with that, I think what that's going to turn into is it's going to be me trying to figure out what is it that I really like about certain guitars and what is it that I don't like about guitars. Like, for mm-hmm. example, batteries in guitars are extremely annoying. True. So I had to play the acoustic at church and battery was dying. So I had to put in a new battery in between services and stuff. Okay. That's annoying. Sure. But you know what? It happens. It happens. The next week I brought a different acoustic battery died while (laughs) I was warming up and stuff. I'm like, Uh okay, all right, that sucks. And then the next week I'm playing my PRS, which has the battery in it because it has a piezo bridge. And I noticed that it was sounding kind of weird. And sure enough, battery was dying. (laughs) And so it was three Uh weeks in a row that I had batteries dying. And I went, you know what? I'm kind of done with batteries and guitars. I know I could just change them more often, but you know what? I'm a little peeved. So yeah, getting rid of things like that. Here's an annoying thing for me, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but strap buttons on the back of a guitar is annoying. On the back of a guitar? Yeah, like an SG. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Or a 335. Um, I've gotten used to it because my my benders have that, you know, or my Ah, B&G benders. But yeah, it's it's super annoying to me. I've grown used to it, but I can definitely see that because it does have a little forward fall sometimes and... I guess if yeah, I didn't I play standing up, I wouldn't care. Yeah. But I do prefer playing standing up. Okay. So that's fair. So those are, those are some things. So in my new year, new tone, there are a couple of things that I have on my list. And this kind of goes against what I just talked about, but <laughs> I have a Gibson SG Supra. It's the one that has that like flame top on the front, has three oh, yeah. pickups, has this yep. cool like tog pot which is basically the toggle switch is also a pot and it's a volume mm-hmm. pot for the middle pickup. It's pretty cool. That is cool. And it has a piezo mm-hmm. and it's yep. super cool. It's very even weighted. It doesn't have any neck dive, which is difficult for an SG, yeah. but it has a battery Oh, because of the piezo. And so I'm thinking that I'm kind of done with it. I'm going to mm-hmm. sell it off. and. Okay. I think what I'd like is I'd like an SG with a Vibrola. Okay. Possibly a Pelham Blue. No, Cherry Red. Heritage <sighs> Cherry Red. You know, the 64 Murphy Lab. Oh, yes. Pelham Blue is, okay. call him a name some, but for less than a Murphy Lab SG... Mm-hmm. I could get like an early 70s SG, a vintage. That's true. That's the problem with those Murphy Labs. They're so expensive. You can just a little bit more, you get a real vintage one. But which one's a better guitar? Probably the Murphy Lab. Uh, probably. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, I am yeah. going to go on a quest and I'm going to see if I can figure it out because I was so pleased with what happened with the Telecaster Custom and getting yeah. a vintage instrument. I'm kind of interested in doing that. That said, I also think that my Telecaster Custom doesn't play as nice as, like, your Danocaster. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't True. play as nice. Honestly, it doesn't play as nice as my 72 reissue Telecaster Custom because, you know, the new frets are bigger and the mm-hmm. neck is a little bit thicker and all that. But that 72 Telecaster Custom doesn't sound like the 73 real deal. So right, right. there's that. Yeah. And then the last one I have that's on my radar is I've been interested in a PRS DGT for a long time. Oh, yes. I know where you're going with this. And I've never really played one, but I've always heard so many good things. And then they went ahead and they offered up the DGT SE model. Yep. And so I am interested in playing both. I am too. I will probably not buy the SE model because that's never been my MO. But mm-hmm. I know. the reason why SE models have not been my MO is because when you have all these really, really nice guitars, it's tough to go buy something from Indonesia. Yep. 
or yeah. wherever they make them now. PT Court. Micronesia. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the Micronesian Prime Minister. Yeah. There's your exactly. Zoolander quote again. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So those are some things that are on my radar. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. It's time for our last thing. And All this right. is New Year's resolutions. Now, last year, the New Year's resolutions that you had were you wanted to be able to play a certain part of Why Georgia Why by John Mayer. <laughs> Did you yep. ever get to that point where you could play it? No. Okay. Not properly. So are you giving up? No, no. I, I mean, I honestly had forgotten about it, but I am much better at it than I was last year. And I wish I had my okay. guitar here with me. I would just play it real quick and show you what I've got. But that's, no, I haven't done it. The other thing you had on the list was own a Gibson Les Paul. Yes. And you have done that twice over. Yes. If you yeah, have a twice junior this too. Year. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well done. It. Thank you. You did it. Thank you. You spent some money. <laughs> mm, too much. Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. Now, as far as my resolutions, I wanted to play cleaner, which okay. I do believe I play cleaner, truer to okay. the notes in which I'm supposed to hit. And I yep. wanted to trim the fat, and I did sell off my Les Paul Jr. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's about where I ended. Yeah. And I noticed so the I, other guy that bought it from you tried to sell it off about a week later. <laughs> oh, yeah. And when he bought it, like, you could tell he had no understanding of what guitars really were. Like, uh-huh. it was really weird. Like, he showed up about 25 minutes late. I had to drive, like, 45 minutes to meet up with this guy. And he yeah. showed up about 25 minutes late, but he did show up yeah. and he paid me cash. And then he just looked and went, yep, it's all there. Closed the thing and then left right away. Like the transaction took less than three minutes. I was like, okay, weird. Okay. And weird, then it was about three days later, it was posted up for $500 more than I sold it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Trying to make some money. Yep. Yeah. It's okay. I don't think he ever sold it though. Nope. It's still posted. Yeah. With my original pictures. Uh-huh. From which your, is yeah. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, well. Not your problem. Okay. Anymore. That leads me to what are your 2023 New Year's resolutions? Uh, if I'm being honest with you, it's just to finish school. I'm in my internship right now, and I want to finish it. But I, I, I want to have a gear one. So I will tell you. My New Year's resolution is to keep a pedal board intact for longer <laughs> that's than exa- 24 hours. That's exactly what I was thinking, because I just, <laughs> mine right now is in the middle of being redone right now. Of course it is. It's a work in progress. It really is. I No, you, here's what mine is. No, here's what mine is. Mine is to get my, you know, we're building a house. And one of the mm-hmm. things we're doing is building a guitar room. And my New Year's resolution is to get that room designed where it just makes sense. And I've got everything I need. And people walk in there and they're like, oh, that's cool. I should have thought of that. I should have done this in my room. So mine is to design that room where it's functional and aesthetically pleasing and and just mm-hmm. the perfect guitar space. Do you have a name for it yet? Corn Crib South. That's it. <laughs> South Illinois? No, hold on. The Texas Corn Crib. Yeah, that's going to be it. I was thinking the the Fortress of Cornitude. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still think that Studio C is a cool idea. I do like that. Um, I do like that. I still don't have a good name for mine. I just keep calling it the guitar room, the studio yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. someday it'll be right. It will not be the Fortress of Dr. Teatude. That sounds terrible. Sounds like a disease of some sort. Yeah. Or a really bad supplement brand. Yeah. I don't know. Dr. Tia, too. All right. So it is time for my New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to continue for three years running. I want to trim the fat. Okay. Maybe you should say, I'm going to trim more than one piece of fat. (laughs) Maybe. You need to make a smart goal. I am also going to understand what i'm playing a little bit better so that goes with the playing cleaner so i guess i'm 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 continuing that new year's resolution know the theory better i want to do that yeah 
And my last one, and this one is the not quite gear related, but I want to make more videos this year, but I want to make them shorter. Okay. So, so far I'll do a video and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to tell the story and I'm also going to play it and it's going to be, nope, this year I want to tell the story or I want to play it. And if it takes two videos to make it happen, it takes two videos to make it happen. But I yeah. want shorter videos. That's what I'm okay. going to do this year. Maybe TikTok. What I'm not going to do is make shorter podcasts because I do think people still want something close to an hour. Mm-hmm. But I think in video, people just want to get a few minutes of fun and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Something to, to watch while they're pooping. Yes. Yeah. So at least 25 minutes long. Hold Whoa. on. <laughs> excessive, but okay. Okay. So with all that said, final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts? Yes. My, my final thoughts are this, and they're very simple. In 2022, two of my big guitar influences died. And so I want mm-hmm. to remember them. The first one is my grandmother, Nan. Yep. She died in January, January 11th of 2022, and she was my biggest uh, enabler as far as guitar, guitar yep. gas. She was your supplier. Yeah, She was my mm-hmm. supplier, and, uh, you know, really miss her. No, she's in a better place, though. So just, you know, like Christmas came around this year, we're just, you know, it was, it was nice thinking of the memories with her, but... Um, Every like I played the uh, Music Man the other day that she she got for me, and all my really nice straps are from her. So when I play those, I just kind of think back of her. It's it's nice. And then my other big guitar influence who died is a guy named Jeff Cook from Alabama. And oh yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't really realize it at the time, but he was one of my biggest influences because I loved Alabama, uh, loved their guitar playing. He played the fiddle too. Just a Great musician, singer, you know, everything. So losing influences like that, I guess the older you get, the more you're going to start losing people. It kind of stinks, but it also gives you time to think back on on everything they've invested in you and the influence they made in your life and just and appreciate that. And to know that you may be doing that for somebody else is pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. I think the final thoughts that I have to all of this is there's a lot of things that happen in a year. And Mm -hmm. I will tell you that when I listened to our 2022 resolutions and I listened to us talk and the excitement that we had and and the happiness we had even doing this podcast and just having a conversation and then kind of how the year went and you had this part where you basically went, yeah, I'm going to have to take a little bit of a break for three, four months and everything. It just goes to show how much things change over a year Mm -hmm. and how something that maybe you were super into and had time for before you may not have time for, or be as interested in, in the future. True. And because of that, my final thoughts really go down to cherish what you have now. Be excited about what you have in the moment because you don't know what the future holds. So, Whatever your goals are now, it's okay they change. Whatever you love doing now, it's okay that you don't love doing it later. And at the end of the day, keep in mind that change sometimes happens and it's okay. But you can't let the worry of tomorrow steal the hope of today. And in that, it's basically seize the moment is kind of where I'm at. And that's... That's my final thoughts to all of this. This has been a good year. It really has amidst all of the the death and the trials and still dealing with COVID and political discourses, whatever you're going to say. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have the people you still have and you have the the things that you still have and uh, and you have this podcast. So, yeah. Yep. And one last thing. This is going to be the year where you say, but I'm not a licensed therapist. And I'm going to say, but I am, because I will be. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so I'm excited for that. Once that happens, I'm done with the podcast. I'll be retiring forever. I'm just kidding. Oh, 
No, I'm really? just kidding. Wow. I'm, ta- I'm taking okay. over. You're going to start taking your own? Over. <laughs> yeah, You're going to have your own? Yeah. That's right. And it's going to be called the Pleather Ottoman? Yeah. <laughs> pleather Love Seat. That's it. The Tolex Love Seat. I think we said that before. The Tolex Love Seat. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, that's all the time we have for the Tweet Couch Guitar Therapy Session. If you like what you heard, make sure you leave five stars in a review. Also, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And remember, you are your greatest asset. Until next time.